All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Real Talk. It's your boy Jeff. Brad is here. Brad, how are you, sir? Dude, the Steelers are undefeated. <laughs> I'm doing good. You got to kick us off strong there. Doing, I'm you know, doing the, uh, we are recording this in the midst of the uh, trade deadline, which should be ending here if it hasn't already pretty soon. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I, I love Tuesdays. I love giving our power rankings. Uh, as usual, I'll start off unless you have something else to add. No, man, just just get her going. Let's get it. Here Here's. we go. Coming in at, and this week I kind of cheated. I did a top 11. <gasps> because there's an 11th team that I felt was above the rest. Groundbreaking. Holy yes. crap. Yes. Yes, rather than giving my, my my outside looking in, I did an 11th team. <laughs> Coming right. in at number 11. They're the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> they they deserve this spot. They deserve to be the sole 11th team. They're plus 58 on the year, which is by far the best of any three-loss team. Uh, 130 points allowed is the best in the league. Okay? Uh, they got three wins in a row. My only issue with them it's not that they changed quarterback. I just don't know what to expect from them now that they've changed quarterback. We didn't see enough on Sunday. And they average under 27 points per game for the year. That isn't enough to be elite in this league, in my opinion. I think we've established the fact that if you score 24, uh, there's a good chance you lose. If you hold the team to 24, there's a good chance you win. So with that said, I got them at 11. Uh, I feel good about them potentially rising in, in the next coming weeks and uh we'll see i mean a matchup with buffalo would really uh define where this team sits with me because they haven't played the bills yet correct i don't think they have they played the bills real early in the season and got beat 31 28 that's right okay so they have a close, close loss to the bills. that's right mm-hmm. coming in at number 10 the new orleans saints they're five and two four wins in a row I hate almost everything about this team, but they defy what I know about football, and they keep winning. So uh, it it wasn't a great performance against Chicago, in my opinion, but it was enough to get the job done, and that's what they've been for the last four weeks. They've got enough to get the job done. I do think that they are going to run into a team that's better than them this coming week. They're going to play the Buccaneers. We'll see. Uh, They beat them week one, but, I mean, at this point, I, I think the two teams have gone on different paths but you wouldn't know it by the records. Moving right along to number nine, the Green Bay Packers at five and two. They're plus 32 on the year. Uh, They're scoring 31 points a game, which is great. Um, But as much as we want to harp on some of these these teams and some of these schedules, Green Bay's beat one team with a running record this year. I'm going to hold that against them. It was the Saints in week three. And at the time, they didn't even have a winning record. Um, But their next three, I, I mean, there's... I think they're at least two and one, so they're gonna they're gonna move to at least a seven and three record, in my opinion. At Niners versus Jags, at Colts, I think they're good enough to beat at least two of those teams. Uh, this Green Bay team is still very good. It just seems like anytime they go up against somebody that punches them out, they lose flat out. Uh, the Vikings are not nearly as good as them, and we're able to get the Ws past week. Moving on to number eight, it's the six and two Buffalo Bills, uh, the sole leader of the AFC East. Um, of all 11 teams on my list this week, negative one point differentials by far the worst. It's not even close. Uh, 
they've given up 190 points on the year, which is actually tied with Seattle and the Giants. Now they've played one one more game than Seattle has, but they've played the same amount as the Giants, and the Giants are looked at as a bad football team. So Bills aren't really stopping everybody, and that's what they're kind of known for. So, you know, this game against New England this past week, the game against the Jets the week before, I expected those I know they're divisional games. I expected them to win bigger than they did. They did not kind of quote unquote cover the spread, kind of beat them down, have a secured win. Uh, both ga- both games came down to the wire. I think they're a little better than that, but right now I have them at eight. Coming in at number seven, it, this is a tough one for me because I believe this team is better than the seventh, but I have to put them here based off two losses in a row. Uh, the Tennessee Titans at five and two. Field goal kicking is a huge question mark with this team. They're the worst in the league at kicking field goals at 58%. Fun little fact to throw out there for them. Um, it's been an issue. Uh, you know, I think this team is uh, is good enough to still get to the 10 win mark, if not more. Uh, I, I don't look for them to drop farther than seventh on this list. They're too good. They're better than the Bills in Green Bay, in my opinion. Coming in at number six. Uh, this might be a little harsh because they didn't play this week. Uh, I didn't even look at my list last week. I'm not sure if they're up or down. I think they're right in the same spot. The Arizona Cardinals at 5-2, and two, uh, plus 57 on the year. Uh, they're number five in points allowed. So, shockingly, they have a pretty solid defense, and they're coming off three wins in a row. I like Arizona. I don't know that their ceiling is as high as these next four teams um, or five teams. And to be honest, I could see them lower than Tennessee, the Bills, and the Green Bay Packers. But as of right now, I got them at six. Coming in at number five, it's the Baltimore Ravens at five and two. Shockingly, I didn't beat them too up too bad for their loss against the best team in the league, which we'll get to in a minute. Uh, they're plus 71 on the year. The thing that I found remarkable about this team for being as one-dimensional as they are and their strength Going up against Pittsburgh's strength, they were able to flex big. 265 yards rushing. Uh, they were actually able to pass it semi-decent. Um, 470 total, 457 total yards on the best defense in the league. I don't know. The Ravens are better than I thought. They just need to pray to the gods that they don't have to go 80 yards on somebody in less than two minutes because they can't do it. Coming in at number four, it's the Seattle Seahawks at 6-1. and one. I'm, I'm back on Seattle. Uh, and there's a couple reasons why. First off, they're plus 41 on the year. Russell Wilson, 26 touchdowns, six picks. They're averaging 34 points a game. This defense might suck, but their offense does not. It never has a bad game. They always score, no matter who they're playing. They just they don't struggle to score. Their next three games, we're going to really find out what this team's about. At Bills, at Rams, versus Cards. They got two divisionals, and they got the, the Bills in there. Uh Seattle, in my opinion, if they were to play the Ravens today, they would beat them strictly because the Ravens can't stop Russ. And I think the Seahawks, is, is as bad as that defense is, I'd like them to get at least one turnover on Lamar Jackson and, and could win that game. That's why I chose them at four. Coming in at number three, this team could be higher. They have a case to be higher. The Tampa Bay Bucks at six and two. Everyone's going to be like, ah, they struggle with the Giants. Well, first off, their head coach has played with Tom Brady for 10 years. Okay. Uh, the, the best corner for the for the Giants has played with Brady for 10 years. There's a lot of players that understand how to beat Tom Brady that was coaching against him and playing against him. Uh, the, the Bucks are 6-2. They're plus 82 on the year at second in the league. Tom Brady, 20 touchdowns, fourth, four picks, 
That's third in the league for, for touchdowns. And they're giving up the fewest yards per carry in the whole league at 3.2. This run defense is filthy. Coming in at number two, this team definitely has a case to be number one. Uh, they, If somebody said they're number one, I, I honestly wouldn't argue it. It's the Kansas City Chiefs at two, though. Seven and one on the year. 101 in point differential, which is number one in the league. Patrick freaking Mahomes. This is just staggering. 21 touchdowns, one interception on the year. Their their one slip up was against the Raiders at home, and we're we're I'm holding them back because of one loss since last November. I mean, this team's beating anybody they want. Yesterday they destroyed. Or sorry, Sunday they destroyed the Jets without even running the football. They didn't even care to. They're just like we're just gonna pass on you because you suck at defending it. I mean, it's just this team is so gifted. They're so good, but they're not the top team in my opinion. The Pittsburgh Steelers at seven zero, the only team without a loss. We harped on them because they couldn't beat anybody. You know, they, they were barely squeaking by the bad teams. Well, then what do they do? They beat the Browns with a winning record. They beat the Tennessee Titans with a winning record, who were undefeated at the time. And they beat the Ravens, who had a winning record, you know, with only one loss at the time. They're number four in points allowed. They're plus 69 in the year. If you're going to pick a flaw out, it's, it's Ben Roethlisberger. And are we really going to criticize a Super Bowl winning quarterback at this point? I know you're not going to. I'm not going to. I don't know. This team's good enough to win. Um, nobody in this league can run the ball like the Ravens can. And Pittsburgh, I think, at the end of the day, they met their match, but they know that Lamar can't pass on them. Mike Tomlin said in the, in the post-game interview, we respect him. We're not scared of him. I mean, Lamar was the difference in this game, and not for the good way. Uh, Pittsburgh's the best team in the league. That wraps it up for me. Okay. Um that's a good list. I mean, you can't really nitpick it too. Um, in the AFC, there's nine teams with a positive win loss and in the NFC there's seven. So we're really getting close to, uh, to figuring out what the playoff picture is going to look like. And the NFC was seven. You could maybe add an eight because the NFC East is going to have a winner. So the playoff picture is, uh, going to, to start to form here. Um, I did not do an 11th spot. Um, for my top 10 list, but, um, (laughs) but, um, if I had to pick two teams right on the outside, it's Raiders dolphins, both AFC teams. Um, and what a coaching job John Gruden did and what a total team effort, but that really was a trap game off the bye, Rams late, you know, Monday night have to fly out early game. That was really a trap game, but Jared Goff played so bad. A lot of credit to the Miami dolphins defense and special teams. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and kick it off with uh, number 10, the Titans. The Titans fall pretty far for me. Um, They lose to the Steelers, and then they follow it up with a terrible loss against the Bengals. They couldn't stop the passing game, which maybe they'll get better. They did sign Desmond King from the Chargers here in the transfer deadline. So the Titans have a chance to to climb back up. I didn't want to drop them out of my top 10, but – before I get too far into the top 10, I'm really only confident on my top four. There are there are so many teams right now with five wins. I believe there is like nine teams that have five wins in the league right now. So those teams could go any which way for however you have them. I have the Titans at five and two at number 10. Another team at five and two is the Packers. I have them at number nine. Um, four times this year, they, which is uh, over half the games they've played, 
four times they've allowed 100-plus yards rushing, and in two of them they've lost. Um, twice it was to the Vikings as well. Um, this team is really, really reliant on Devontae Adams as of late, and if they allow a 100-yard rusher, which seems to be happening more often than not, the team can struggle. They don't look very dominant on either side of the offense or defensive line, and that's why I have them at number nine. At number eight, five and two again, we have the New Orleans Saints. Um, they beat the Bears, who are a good team, good road victory in overtime, but they're Plus minus is only plus nine. They seem to be winning every game by three points, but you have to credit that to maybe their coach quarterback combo. I have the Saints at number eight because they're never going to be a team that's easy to beat. They're always going to stick around. They're always going to hang around. They have enough playmakers, enough pieces, and we still have yet to see this team with Michael Thomas outside of week one. So when they get him back, who knows? This team can still go to another level, have them at number eight. This might shock a little people. All the number seven, a team that wasn't even on your list. I have the Indianapolis Colts at number seven. Um, they have one fluke loss at the beginning of the year to the Jaguars. Since then, they've gone five and one. They come off of a bye and slaughter the Lions, who I believe a lot of people who watch this podcast thought the Lions could win that game. And they get uh, Darius Leonard back. And they suffocate the Lions. Their plus minus is plus 62. They're winning pretty convincingly. However, jury's still out. Their next four games are Ravens, Titans, Packers, Titans. So we're going to find out who the Colts are over the next month. But I, I couldn't believe they didn't make your list, honestly. I was that's, pretty shocked. Because I, I, I don't favor them in any of those next four games. And that's fair. But three of them are at home. And uh, the Colts are well, well coached. And let's They're not forget about home, that. Actually. And, and they have a top five defense in the league. So so we're going to see the Colts going forward. I'm going to put him at number seven. So fair. there we go. Number six, um, I have the Ravens simply because their passing game has is just so weak. Um, and that's one part of the game that I feel you need to be strong in to be a dominant team. I think Lamar Jackson's regressed a little bit. Now, they did outgain the Steelers by 240 yards, and that is a crazy margin. But um, the Steelers at times dared Lamar in certain situations to have to throw the ball. And he couldn't do it at all. He had four turnovers himself, two fumbles and two picks. I even pointed that out before the matchup that Lamar Jackson has never been really, really dominant against the Steelers. And although they had the yardage differential, uh, they lost by four and Lamar gave a seven on a pick six. So until Lamar can be dominant against the Steelers and the Chiefs, you know, I know that's number one and two, but that's another team in their division and another top team in the AFC. And they seem to struggle with both. So I have them at number six, but they're going to win 10 or 11 plus games. Their rushing attack is unlike any other in the league. Number five, they didn't play. They're going to sit right in the middle where I had them before. Uh, I love the Cardinals this year. Um, they had two losses back to back in the middle of their schedule, some off stuff, but it seems like they fixed that. They've recalibrated, and they reeled off three straight going into the bye week. DeAndre Hopkins right now playing as the best receiver in the NFL. Kyler Murray leads QBs in the league in rush yards and rushing touchdowns. He's a true dual threat. This team has a 57 plus minus. And the Cardinals, the whole NFC West is tough, but the Cardinals and Seahawks, I believe even though the records are similar, 
have have really put themselves as the top two in the division. The Rams are too inconsistent. 49ers are too hurt at this point. Garoppolo and Kittle both done for pretty much the rest of the year. Number four, this is when uh, everything is the same as yours here. I think this is everyone's consensus top four, maybe a little bit of a difference in some numbers, but Seattle Seahawks at number four. Uh, they beat the 49ers, plus 41 in the year, six and one. Russell Wilson, 26 touchdowns, six picks. He's playing unbelievable. The one game he had three interceptions and they still put up 34 points. The offense doesn't seem to be able to slow down. Carson Wentz is, or Carson Wentz, Chris Carson is becoming healthy. He should be back in the lineup next week. And their defense that's not very good is going to get Jamal Adams back and Carlos Dunlap, who they signed in free agency. And um, they've acquired, I think they're going to have some added playmaking ability on defense. I don't think we've seen the Seahawks at their best yet. And the Seahawks are an incredibly good team. One of the best offenses, if not the best offense in the league. Number three, the Bucks. I didn't hold it against the Steelers when I said they may have been looking forward towards the Ravens. The Bucks travel to New York, who's a bad team, and they're looking at the rematch against the Saints the next week. They slip up. You alluded to the coaching and Logan Ryan and all the different nuances that they had on Gronk and Tom Brady both to be able to make it hard for them. They were, but the Bucks roster is all at the end too powerful for the Giants. Uh, the game was much closer than a lot of people had it, but the Bucks are 3-0 and at home. And uh, their only two losses came early in the year. Week one was one of them to a good Saints team. But the Bucks are a top team, top defense, top offense, Tom Brady in key situations. They add Antonio Brown next week. The Buccaneers, all four of their DBs are 24 years or younger, and they're all fast and they're all playing really well. Winfield Jr. has got to be the defensive uh, rookie of the year candidate or leader at this point in the season. So you got to love what the Bucks do. Call me a homer if you want. I have no problems if the Chiefs are your number one team, but they're my number two team. Uh, 101, like you alluded to, number one plus minus. They're number one in turnover differential at plus nine. They're Mahomes, 21 touchdowns, one pick. Just dumb. He's, he's the MVP right now, not Russell Wilson, in my opinion. I Mahomes agree. is so good and just – they're just waxing people. Their defense is built to play to complement their offense. They've got two studs on the D-line with Chris Jones and Frank Clark. Got a playmaker on the back end in Tyron Matthew. The corners aren't pressured too much. And they walk into bad teams and do exactly what they're supposed to do. They had a close scare against the Chargers in division, which those are always tough. Then they slip up against the Raiders in division. Again, those are tough, and John Gruden's a great coach. But since Patrick Mahomes has been the starter, they've never lost by more than one possession. You're never going to beat them easy, and you've got to score. you got to shoot the lights out of the scoreboard to be able to beat this team. They can score from anywhere. Little fun fact on Tyreek Hill. He has now scored his 23rd touchdown of 40 yards or more, which ties Randy Moss for the most all-time. Tyreek Hill's only 26. 23 40-plus yard touchdowns. Absolutely insane. Steelers, plus 69, which isn't the most point differential, but it's the best. I mean, come on, plus 69. But uh, you've got, the, uh, my opinion, the best defense. Yes, they allowed a lot of yards to the Ravens, but they also had a pick six, forced four turnovers. And when you need them to play big, they always seem to show up. Um, the Steelers are the only team without any notable losses. 
Um, obviously, they're the only undefeated team left. Um, but again, everyone who has re- reservations on the Steelers still, um, you're only going to have more or you're hoping they slip up. Uh, I can't say this enough. Their next three are Cowboys, Bengals, Jaguars. So I'm aware that a lot of people are going to say, oh, well, they beat this team or this team or this team going forward. But we could wake up at Christmas time or the end of Thanksgiving and this team could be 10 at 0. Um, Thanksgiving night, we play the Ravens again. And there's a good chance we could be 10 and 0 in that game. But sticking to what we've seen, um, you can say the Steelers don't run the ball well enough. You can say they don't pass the ball well enough. You can say they don't score enough points. You can say they give up too much this to that. But at the end of the day, they're finding ways to win games. And the Steelers, who only scored 26 twice last year and never scored more than 26, we have yet to score less than 26 points this year. And every game the Steelers have scored 26 or more points. And if you're looking at the Steelers' defense and you assume you've got to score more than 26 points on this defense, that's going to be tough. We've been pretty lucky on injuries so far. We just added more linebacker depth to replace Devin Bush, Avery Williamson from the Jets. So I believe the Steelers from top to bottom have the least amount of holes in the roster. We make plays when we need to. And at the end of the day, whether they're good wins, ugly wins, good teams, bad teams, we haven't lost. So Steelers are number one. Outside of the Colts, I think our lists were pretty uh, very close there. I, I swapped the Bills for the Colts, I guess. Uh, I was about to say, you did not have the Bills in there. Yep. I, I They barely beat the Jets, don't even score a touchdown. The page, And I, again, these are in division. But the, the, the Patriots come into town, they barely win. But they've played the Chiefs and the Titans, who are two good teams in the AFC, and they just looked outmatched. And even later in the year, they've got the Steelers on their schedule. And if the Steelers win by, you know, nine-plus points, and they've now been beat kind of silly by the Chiefs, by the Titans, and by the Steelers, I mean, I think – you know, they have two more wins than the Dolphins, but I think everyone would say right now they feel better about the Dolphins than the Bills. Yeah, I mean, I, I see what you mean there. The fact that you have the Dolphins and the and the Raiders on the outside looking in, but you didn't have the Bills. Eh, I, I, I get where you're going. I have but... the Bills written down, but they wouldn't even be in contention for 11 or 12. They'd probably be like my 13th or 14th with the Rams and Bears. That's rounding out my top 15. The five teams I have written down are Bears, Bills, Rams, Dolphins, Raiders. And I feel better right now about the Dolphins and Raiders than the Rams, Bills, or Bears. The Bears, at this point, I think they might be better with Mitch Trubisky. At least they were winning with him. They've got Nick Foles, you know, he came in and it's sweet story and everyone's got a negative connotation on Mitch, but at least Mitch has a running element to his game. And I don't see Nick Foles hitting the deep ball either. I mean, I saw a video today that said free uh, Darnell Mooney, that rookie wide receiver. Four or five plays this year, he's absolutely toasted cornerbacks, and the ball's five, six yards away from him. I mean, neither of them have the great deep ball accuracy or been able to show it. At least Mitch adds another element to their offense. If they don't have great running backs, maybe they're better off with Mitch. I, I don't know the – the Bears have a lot of weird stuff because they have five wins, sure, but how many of them did they have to come back from 10 or 13 points to pull off miraculous wins? I just don't know. Yeah, I don't know. no, I'm not I'm not on the, on the Bears anymore. 
The Bills, I'm I think they're good enough to win games. Uh, you know, Josh Allen has been he's been rough in the big ones, but they're they're doing enough to get it done. I mean they, they have the pieces, they have the coaching staff. Um I like them today if they were to play the, the Colts, I would like them to beat well, that beat the Colts. I, I I guess we can say that, but the Bills are six and two. Yeah. Yeah, their next two games are Seattle and Arizona, which you said. Yes, I those are both of those games. Yeah, you think they drop both those games? I think the Bills are six and four, and um, I don't have it right in front of me. What do you have for the Dolphins? Who are their next two games? You know, the Dolphins. I actually Cardinals, I, Chargers. Yeah, I think I they mean, can go one, one there. I, I like yeah. the Cardinals in both those games actually. Personally. I think the Cardinals have flaws. They're they're a very good offensive team. Their defensive playing is playing good. I just don't think they're as consistent as some of these other teams. I just like them. I put them at six, mostly on ceiling. Um, their game against the Lions, where they you know Kyler threw three picks and only completed like nine passes or whatever. I don't think that's going to be a rare occurrence. I think he'll have another game like that. I just he's too young. And he's still inexperienced. This team is, but their ceiling is so high. It's, in my opinion, their ceiling is higher than the Bills' ceiling. That's why. Oh. That's one of the reasons I have them above them. I, I just think they're a better football team. But if they played today, I could see the Bills winning that game. It's a, it's a coin flip. Truly. Yeah, it's, a, it's a coin flip game, and I agree. Um, because maybe honestly, I have the Titans, the Tennessee Titans. I have them at seven. They're good enough to beat any any one of these teams, including Pittsburgh, because they had Pittsburgh. I just don't the like the way Tannehill looked last week against the Bengals defense. Um, yeah. yeah. Derrick Henry's going to Derrick Henry. But I think maybe we, we found our one big kind of disagreement here, and we'll let you guys listen into the pod. We'd love to hear your reactions on this. But whatever the number, Colts or Bills? I mean, who do you like more here? Like, like I said – the next four games for the Colts are Ravens, Titans, Packers, Titans. Um, but if the Colts, if the Colts go two and two there, say the Colts lose to the Ravens, beat the Titans and Packers, and then lose to the Titans, split with them. If they go two and two here, and ten, Tennessee's sitting at seven and four, and maybe they're tied with Tennessee for the division lead, I just think the Colts and Titans aren't as far apart as we think. Um, they've actually got a better plus minus on the Titans by about 30. It's actually 36. Um, maybe they haven't played the same opponents and I understand that, but the Colts had one slip up in week one to the Jaguars with their new quarterback, kind of feeling out the whole new team. Yeah. Phillip had two picks and then they've just been five and one. They've been pretty dominant. in a lot of those wins, uh, the way they looked coming off of a bye to really regroup for a second. And then, you know, like you said, you thought the Lions were going to win that game. And there was a lot of people that were like, yeah, we think the Lions is going to be a close game. And they beat the brakes off of them. The, yeah. They can run, they can pass, uh, and their defense is suffocating at times with uh, Buckner and Darius Leonard. So, I don't know. It it will be it will be seen. I uh, don't know enough about Tua to put the Dolphins in there quite yet at 4-3, and three, but they have won three straight. And the Raiders. Uh, you can't say enough about what John Gruden and Mike Mayock have done to that team in two years. Um, the offense is set. Um, they need to do a little work on their defense. But Derek Carr, underrated. Um, the receiving core is fast. 
Josh Jacobs is a dog. Darren Waller right now is a top three or four tight end in the league. You don't want to play this team, man. I'm telling you, their offense is crazy, fun to watch. And um, your bet, you lost. You lost the bet. It's um, it's just a matter of time with the Raiders. I was looking at their schedule. It's gone. Um, yeah, I've lost it. Yeah, in terms of wins, I think they beat the Chargers. They beat the Broncos. They beat the Falcons. They beat the Jets. They beat the Chargers again, and they beat the Broncos. The other ones are close, but I think that's six more wins on their schedule. I think this is a 10-win team, and that was a huge win to beat the Browns because if the Browns can get to 10 wins, they have the tiebreaker. And uh, the Browns, no OBJ, no Nick Chubb. Their offense isn't as dominant as we wanted them to be. And then they lost Miles Garrett in the first quarter, I believe. I was I didn't watch the game. They don't lost Austin Hooper either. He's dealing with appendicitis or something. But the defense was bad with Miles Garrett, and they're a they're a loss yeah. without him. So the Browns, you know, we always said before the The Browns uh, played a good game. Right. And and I get they that, but we always we always say before before the year, the Browns are the Browns until they're not the Browns. Yeah. And they're still the Browns the, right now. Yeah. The Browns have a worse point differential than the Bengals, who are two, five, and one. Now, granted, the Bengals haven't got a chance to. Uh, I mean, they played the Ravens once, and it was the same outcome. Uh, it was uh, three it's, to 20, three to 27. Yeah. I mean, Truthfully, this is, sounds crazy because, you know, the Browns beat the Bengals twice. Both times they were close. If they played a third time week 17, I would take the Bengals. And I'd feel and great I, about it. I'm a little worried about the Steelers. Um, it's unfortunate that we, we didn't get a chance to get the Bengals before Joe Burrow settled in. Joe Burrow's a headache, man. He is He's really good. He had one play last week against the Titans. He made, what, like six guys miss? Dude, he's... The five offensive linemen from week one, not one of them played. Yeah. And ball. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So good. Yeah, just give the dude a football. Yeah, uh, real quick. So, Patriots. Patriots have dropped four in a row. Okay. Listen to their next three. And I'm going to hypothetically say they win all three. Okay. At Jets Monday night. At Ravens, and I know you're laughing because you're like, you're not beating the Ravens. Home against the Ravens. Home against the Ravens. And here's why I think there's a shot. Sell out on the run. They have the best secondary in football, in my opinion, still. Okay? They're up there in interceptions. You can, I mean, look it up. The stats are all there. Their secondary is still very freaking good. And they didn't sell at the deadline, shockingly. Okay? Let's say they get a W against the Ravens. Then at Houston. Houston's just as bad as we are. Honestly, that's a coin flip game, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a hypothetical and they say we win. So we now are five and five. What would be our outlook in these next three games after that? Home against the Cardinals at Chargers at Rams. Is there a shot that we could go two and one in those games? Um, Knowing what I told you, hypothetically speaking, the Patriots of the first three games with Cam that you've seen okay. returns and they're able to squeak out wins. Because honestly... I, I know we, we got a little bit into it on the live show, and I said the Patriots are going to beat the Bills, and you weren't having it. Everyone late, and we'll get into this, obviously, later in this week. They came a late Cam Newton fumble from upsetting the Bills. This team is still all right. They're just very limited with their weapons. Everyone knows I disagree that they win the next three. But buying into your hypothetical, 
if they win the next three. Of course, your outlook on them playing the Cardinals, Chargers, and Rams is higher. But, Jeff, there's no way. Yeah. Um, the only reason why is you say sell out on the run. I'm going to give you the Patriots rushing yards allowed in every game this year. Dolphins, 87. Seahawks. They, they don't have a running back, though. Okay. 154. Raiders, 126. Chiefs, 94. Then they go into their bye. Their last three, Broncos, 35. 49ers, 197. Bills, 190. They can't stop the run. Yeah. No, it's been an issue. They would really have to put 10 or 9 guys in the box and just literally man-to-man everywhere. Um, And that's why, like, I don't say it's a fluke, like, oh, the, the Ravens, you know, rushed for so many yards on the Steelers. They have a so, so much of a different running game than every other team in the league that, like, no other team would do that. And, like, the Ravens' rushing yards, the least amount of yards they had was in week one, and it was 111. 230, 154, 144, 161, 182, 265. Like, no, yeah, they're dominant. Yeah. It, they're just crazy on the ground. But, um, yeah, I, I'm, I can't buy into the, to the Patriots. Um, it's funny. It's really funny because before they got Cam Newton, I was almost going to bet you before the year. Remember, I said, I think the Jets will have more wins than the yeah. Patriots. Yeah. And um, then the Jets just implode. Adam Gase was terrible. We never went on that bet because they signed Cam Newton. I was like, okay, they're going to win games. The Jets yeah. are worse than I thought, and the Patriots are even worse than I thought. And God, speaking I mean, of the Cowboys have the second worst point differential at minus 81. The Jets is minus 144. The Jets so- haven't the Jets have 94 points through eight games. They haven't scored a hundred yet. Yeah. It's That's rough. Just, it's crazy. It's rough. They're bad. Are the Patriots, as bad as they are, would you agree they're very bad? Oh, I think I think they're gonna decimate the Jets this weekend or on Monday night. Um I think they're gonna beat them down. Like probably like twenty seven to six. Um, I don't have enough faith to say the Patriots will beat anybody down, but I do think they can beat the Jets. That's fair. In my survival pick, I'm, I'm contemplating taking the Patriots simply because they're playing against the Jets. And you don't have any more picks on the Patriots this year otherwise. Well, the Jets again. So I'm waiting yeah. to see them the first time and see if I can get to them playing them the second time. That's fair. But, yeah, like I said, lots of good teams. And uh, if I'm looking at it here, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We have nine teams at five wins right now with either yeah. two or three losses respectively. Yeah. So it's it's real close. But there's a lot of teams that are bad in this league too. Lots of one and two win teams. By week 12, we're going to know the playoffs pretty much. Yeah, well, I think that uh, that bridge about wraps it up. We're going we're gonna to be back here in a, another day or so, and we're going to talk game by game like we always do. But uh, another fun power rankings episode. Top ten from Brad, top eleven from Jeff out of nowhere. But uh, yeah, Pittsburgh's number one, guys. Uh, drop your drop your power rankings in in the comments when I when I post this on the Facebook page. Uh, if you guys haven't checked out the YouTube channel, check that out too. Uh, you know we got some fun little backgrounds going on on the videos. I got the real talk behind me. Uh, we're having a good time. Hope you guys are too. Brad, anything else? 
No, um, go Steelers, man. Seven and zero. We're just rolling. About to be yeah. ten and Thanksgiving night. Can't wait for everyone to tune in. All right, guys, go Bucks. <laughs> Tampa Bay Bucks. Tampa Bay Bucks. Oh, oh, that's that's live. <laughs> oh no. Uh, and we're out. Oh 